0: This is Cinema Architects, where three future architects design an awesome movie plot. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie.
1: I'm Austin. I mean, I'm, I'm Nate. You're not Austin. I'm not Austin. Austin not yet. is tied up in the back.
0: Not yet. And he'll be back
1: next week. That's correct. Uh, we'll untie him next week. So, yeah, just me and Robert today. Yeah. It's I a duet.
0: Exactly. That's a podcast duet. Come join us for this intricate dance between the ah, two of yes. us. That's right. Of course I'll be leading and Nate will be obediently following. Yeah,
1: oh. uh, well, obedient is in the eye of the beholder, but we'll we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> no, uh yeah, I'm excited to uh do a two step, I guess. Just two of us. Curious to see how this will turn out. I've, I've never been a part of, You have recorded one with just one person. It was before. a test
0: record the one time, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I think it'll be fine. I, I would wager that this will be some of you guys' favorite episodes.
1: So this will be the first ever two-person released episode from us. That's correct. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's one small vocal cord for me. One giant vocal cord. For me. For you as well. Yeah. But not Austin. <laughs>
0: no. Okay. He gets to uh, not languish in fame like we will, but instead squalor in gravity.
1: <laughs> now we can just talk shit about him and then just release the episode, and it's just literally us just talking shit about him. and has nothing to do with anything except us talking shit Oh,
0: yeah. About he him. probably won't listen to it. No,
1: he probably won't. We
0: can just shit on him the We can literally
1: say whatever we want. We can release his social security number. We could yeah. re- anything we want. You know?
0: I'm going to float this rumor out there. I bet Austin has hemorrhoids.
1: I bet that that might be true. Yeah. I bet that might be true. He honestly. has no way to confirm or deny that right now. That's, that's a fact. I, I, I bet he has uh, four lobsters chained up in his closet that he has as pets. We have no idea. Yeah.
0: I bet he let them die and he just likes to go in there and smell it sometimes.
1: Because he can't afford red lobster. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. So we still got an idea coming for you guys today. That's and, right. Uh, I kind of floated the notion that we should do some kind of crime movie. I love crime movies. I I, I always oh, yeah. I always think of some of my favorite movies being like The Godfather or The Departed or Goodfellas. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I, I guess it's just kind of delving into the human psyche of like. Why would you commit crime, and then what effects does that have on your life?
0: Yeah, I watched one a few weeks ago around uh, Christmas time. I guess. Uh, I think oh, it's the Lego called... movie. It, it, no, <laughs> um, that's my second favorite crime. Uh, oh, movie. okay. Um, no, I, I watched. Uh, I think it's called Snapped or something. Snap. It, it's the one where uh... is that
1: Hayden Christian, where he can just jump everywhere? Called Jump.
0: <laughs> no, not that either. Oh, okay. Um, Brad Pitt is. It's it's the one where Brad Pitt is like Dax. You like Dax? Like and he's oh. he's a uh, what would you call it? He's he's like a romani type guy or something. And Jason Statham is like a boxing promoter and um, snapped. Yeah, that's probably wrong. It's like early, maybe no, maybe it's just late nineties. It's something like that.
1: And where pray tell did you procure such a film? I've I've never even heard of this. Um, it's
0: on Amazon Prime. Um, here, uh, give me a sec here, and I'll look it up. And and you might know what I'm talking
1: about. Snapped.
0: Snatch. It's snatch. Snatch! Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. I still don't know what that means, but I was like, snapped. I've literally never never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. And
0: Brad Pitt is like a like total delinquent and he's not even a major character in it, but like he's he's one of the best parts of it because he's just such a degenerate and he <laughs> He's he's like this bo- like really good boxer I guess he's he yeah. knocks people out and anyways it, it's a whole like rigmarole of like they're trying to steal a diamond and also there's boxing thing and it's like
1: oh. yeah and it goes all
0: over the place and uh, I think it's set in London for the most part but then some Americans come and visit and it's a whole thing and it's a fun crime movie so gotcha. snatch you can buy it on Amazon Prime if you want to
1: that's right so go go <laughs> check out Amazon Prime. Because we're we're totally not endorsed by this
0: them. week sponsored by nobody.
1: <sighs> not yet, not yet. But anyways, crime movie for today. Yeah. Um. So I just floated the idea that it was maybe something involving espionage. Off mic for all you listeners out there to my dear friend Robert here. We jotted down some things. We stormed some brains. You know, sure. thought some stuff through. Ironically, I think I deviated from my own original idea. So I'm I'm just curious. How did you start your telling of this off
0: that's an excellent uh, uh question nate we start in media res um media res that and media res it's a media it's a film term you know like in the middle of something
1: oh okay sorry yes i was like location like location and me, like is that a store Media okay. res
0: the best chain dvd Ugh. store that you can find
1: actually media play was my favorite media store but then it closed because hard times shocker yeah thanks circuit city you know, you started the ball rolling and you took media play with you.
0: Um, okay, so we start in and media res, it's probably Latin, and um, so it's an ensemble I picture of like three or four folks, right? Um, okay. Maybe three, and uh, I outlined this later in my little notes here, but I picture it's at, the, at minimum, there's a thief, uh, a hacker, and like a demo man.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, team, gotcha. your
0: basic uh, thief team, and um, they're in the middle of, since this is corporate espionage, (laughs) I picture they're in the middle of stealing a recipe card Rolodex from a five-star restaurant.
1: Oh, that is kind of fun.
0: Yeah. I like that. And um, I, I... you know, it's got to be just a little bit more over the top than the real world is. So I picture there's, like, guard dogs and everything, and they're having to skirt around. Well, yeah, out.
1: the fact that you're stealing a Rolodex of recipes is kind of ridiculous. I can hear, like, the dialogue, like, a Rolodex? Like, yeah, they don't they don't have technology. They, this is the only way to get it. Like, they don't want this <laughs> getting hacked by some cybersecurity. This is the only way.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so they're, they're maneuvering around all that, and they're, you know, uh, taking spare uh, cuts of beef from the fridge and chucking <laughs> them to get the guard dogs to go away and everything, and... <laughs> They finally get to the the little vault in, like, the back of the walk-in freezer or something, right? Okay. Where they put it at the end of the night. And there's just, like, a tiny grid of lasers uh, surrounding the Rolotex or something. And I imagine, like, it's not, like, that hard of an operator. Like, and so the demo guy just walks up and he just, like, hits the side of the laser thing with a hammer and it just <laughs> shuts <down. laughs> He's, like, demoed. And then they grab it and, like, that's the end of their first little heist. And you know how they operate and you know who these guys are. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Uh, which leads into uh, what I picture is the main plot of the movie right uh, is that they're trying to steal um the plans for like a casino building designed by like a you know your general oh. star architect or star architect architect that's right um and so it's going to be huge and cool and uh they're, they're doing it for a client which is like another architecture firm that wants to get uh take that design and get it out in front first so that they can have like the cool thing out front that uh their design gets picked.
1: Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I see. So this might be one of those designs in which they kind of request um, proposals from everybody else or whatever. Yeah, it's like a, a competition yeah, thing. Yeah, a design competition. And if they know what the competition is doing, then they can either A, copy it and do it better or B, you know, do a different version that they think the client will like better. Right. Because you yeah. would, you would then know like, oh, well, he's going to do that. So... That looks bad. Let's change that. But I really like what he does here, so let's kind of keep that, but change it just enough to so they can't tell that we Okay. Yeah. So well, that's that's
0: uh. the idea. That's that's the need that we've established. They're going to go in there. They're going to get that that series of plans from the Starkitect office firm place, right? Okay. Um so they get in there and I picture, you know what? There's more lasers and it's like, <laughs> "Damn." They're really getting into the lasers here. I tell you, who's selling all these lasers? That's the <laughs>
1: profession we should have done. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I think that's a line in the film. And I and there's probably like, um, like some beefy, burly guards or something too oh, that are just like so
1: much beef in this movie. Yeah. We got beef cuts for the dogs. We got beef cuts for the girls. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> no shortage of beef in this. No movie. No shortage of beef. If you're a vegan, check your card at the door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so they'll be uh, you know, going in there and trying to. Deal with that, I guess. And, like, really? They hired, like, beefcakes for guards? Like, what's the deal? I don't even think that one is training. I think he's just a (laughs) bodybuilder. And uh, that's kind of, like, the gist of it. Um, They're, like, trying to navigate all that stuff for, like, the main, like, uh, good chunk of the film. Um, And I think... That during that, when they're, like, navigating these beefcakes and the lasers and any of the little, like, things that are happening—I'm uh, going to use beefcakes frequently throughout this that's episode. That's fair. The way, um, that they're discovering—they're uh, they're, they're deepening their relationships with each other. Aww. And they're finding out that perhaps there's, like, a love triangle thing going on. So have they
1: not worked with each other enough to already know somewhat about themselves?
0: I think they're only, like—
1: Is the Rolodex their first job?
0: Yes. I think that's, that's okay. a good way to I've, say
1: it. Established in the world.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's because yeah, they're they're trying to get to know each other and everything still, but like they've they know that they're successful at this point. Sure. What sure. was the the Rolodex theft? <laughs> what year is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so I think um, they're tr- starting to figure out they're like, oh, there's a bit of a triangle here. Thief likes demo, demo likes hacker, hacker likes thief, right? Okay. And um, just as they figure that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I I think I like this. Um, they come to the the realization hey you know what polygamy all solves just, all why don't we just all be polygamous <laughs> <laughs>
1: polygamous they all give a high five Plastic. And, and the movie movie ends um
0: <laughs> and then we come across a twist but before we come to that uh, before i get too far
1: into it wow you've thought this through
0: i'd like to ask what uh, what your oh, idea is oh okay
1: um very different uh yeah, uh, I don't I didn't have a team in mind. I just had a a sole person. Um Oh, okay. Let's see here. Excuse me. I decided that I wanted to make mine about a laboratory technician who okay. works at like, you know, a medical hospital a uh, medical hospital. He works at a hospital. <laughs> he works at a medical facility um and he's in charge of doing like lab work or, you know, making sure things are filed and mixed properly, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sure. He's kind of the behind the scenes um that the doctors will then use that information to interpret and, you know, give the results to patients. Uh, and I think that's kind of loosely how that works in real life. Sure. Don't quote me because I'm obviously not a laboratory technician. It's a
0: Hollywood imagining of how this works. That's
1: correct. So, um, but I thought it'd be interesting if he's like this hardworking kid or whatever. Um, but he just can't seem to advance in the profession. You know, that's the whole adage of like, if you work hard enough, son, like you can accomplish anything. And like, He's been kind of unencumbered by any obstacles in his life. He's done pretty well. He's he's kind of the star student. He has a brother, and his brother just kind of is a washout. Never really did much with his life. Still living with the parents and whatnot. Maybe just kind of a motorhead and gets in trouble with the law now and then and whatnot, and just never really accomplished much. And so, this older brother, this lab technician character, just takes it upon himself or herself. We could change it to whatever. Sure. To um advance as much as they can and, you know, make the family name proud, et cetera. So it's for his his pride, for the family's pride, and, you know, but all his applications to further medical school are getting denied. He's not passing some of these, you know, exam tests that he's supposed to. Uh-huh. And he's never really had to deal with that in his life. So he's just, you know, freaking out. And he lives in a pretty big city, and part of the reason he wants to ad- advance in his career is because he needs more money, you know, to pay the bills, pay the rent, get a car, the American dream. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of ashamed and angry that his best isn't good enough. So he takes on some nighttime activity uh, to get more money. He takes on some later shifts. He's doing as much overtime as he can. And as he's doing these later shifts in the lab, he notices some some janitors that appear to be lost in the building. Okay, that's weird. But they're not lost. Oh. And he finds out that they're all in there to steal some medical secrets oh and they're just like okay you seem like a pretty smart guy how about this i'll give you twenty dollars to use your brains and go back to your work and just let us be kid or whatever i mean i don't money or whatever like they gave him enough of an offer to where he's like okay fine like it's just information you know you're not hurting anybody you're just taking information information should be shared with everybody for the betterment of mankind. Yeah, this is
0: a real open source kind of dude.
1: Like he's he's trying to justify it to himself, uh-huh. you know, because he's he's not he's never done anything egregiously bad. His brother is the one who typically gets in trouble. Sure. So he's he looks the other way and he gets a cut, you know. So this is great. So it works out. And then they're like, "Hey, they contact him later like, sh- you know, real shady like or whatever. Maybe they sure. find out his name, they find out where he lives or whatever and it like freaks him out like you could have fun with it. It could be a telephone call it could be like brick through the window with message on it it's
0: it's a frozen arm through the window it, from the i launch. mean it could be or it <laughs> could
1: be like you know like one of the security guards working like just taps him on the shoulder and then like just does like the the finger wag that i'm oh, doing yeah. right now because Coming this is you. a visual medium yeah um uh and uh you know, and as he walks out, the security card just kind of points like the ghost of Christmas future across like the way. And like <laughs> yeah. there's this house and there's like a sign in the house that says, like, we need to talk. And they're, like there's a phone number in the bottom, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Like you could have all sorts of fun. Just like make it menacing. Like, I really want the criminals to, to seem like another step outside of his world because he's not he's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's he's just struggling right now. So they make him another offer. They're like. You were really useful last time, and that wasn't even very hard, was it? I bet you, I bet you don't get paid as much as you did last night for the little amount of work that you did. <laughs> so they're like, how about this? We'll actually let you be a little bit more never, involved. Never
0: had twenty bucks before. Well, you? okay. I, he I was remember. Pretty nice. I'm don't trying it? to
1: remember how much I said. I'm pretty sure I said twenty bucks. And I'll admit, <laughs> listeners, I would do a lot of stuff for twenty dollars, even now. But yeah, pro- probably more than twenty bucks. The
0: threshold for Nate is very low.
1: Very low. So contact me for all your hitman. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> He's got a hatchet that he likes to keep in his <laughs> trunk. He calls it the twenty bucker.
1: Just in case, you know. Just in. No, I'm um, so. They they meet with him or they call him whatever, like you could have all sorts of fun visual. I had actually a fun idea where every time they meet with him, they like give him a movie ticket and he's like, what the hell? So he just goes to the movie and like you can have a different movie every time. I, I don't know why I love movies that show other movies in the movie. Oh, yeah. So he goes to a movie theater and he like sits down and like this kind of gruff gentleman sits down next to him and then like that's how they conduct business Oh, or yeah.
0: Gone with the Wind is up there or something. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and you something know, dumb. guys,
1: is like, well, this seems kind of stupid. Like, I know they do this in the movies, but are not we gonna get in trouble for talking in the theater? And he's just like, kid, and like he looks around, and all the other people in the theater are like, some of the the you know the mafia gangsters, or whatever. Oh, yeah,
0: they're all in there in pinstripe suits. Yeah. I mean, maybe fedora. maybe not
1: maybe not pinstripe suits or like, hey, fedoras, Frankie. but like you know, I mean, you could you could have fun with it.
0: Best the popcorn, you big mook. Bada bing!
1: But they <laughs> offer him. They say, okay. You help us out with this one other job. We'll get you the test questions because we know you want to pass this exam. We know all about Um, you already because we care. But we want you to get us some drugs, opioids.
0: Oh, I was about to say, wow, the stakes are still kind of low in this movie. Oh, okay.
1: But now, now he refuses. Okay. Because that to him is a line too far. Because obviously, in case you don't know, dear listener, there is an opioid crisis in this country.
0: It is, and it is.
1: If, if you're getting this news now, go Google some more of it because, goodness, this is, this should not be a news show. But um, uh, the hospital he... You ever heard about
0: that Donald Trump guy?
1: The, I mean, you know, <laughs> stuff happens. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> But he refuses. He walks out and they're like, you know, like, that's fair. Like, you know, forget you ever saw us or whatever. Like, we're not going to bother you. You don't bother us kind of deal. But he refuses. He flat out refuses. Yeah, okay. He goes back to work. I'm he grateful. keeps... He keeps working hard. He's like, I'm just going to do it the right way. It's harder, but it's the right way. Still no luck. Still rejection letters. Still not passing these tests. Until another couple weeks or a couple days, the hospital he's working at is acquired and usurped into a bigger health system. He's laid off.
0: Oh. Now he
1: has no job. And they offer him, again, because they're like, hey, like we know that they're transitioning. You still have security clearance over there, but you're no longer an employee. So now he agrees. Opioids for the test answers. So they try to bust in. It's this heist thing, you know, and it just it goes wrong because they think he thinks he knows the layout. They've already started to do some reconstruction in some of the hospital wings. The staff is beefed up because it's a big transitionary period. Sure. Some of the codes might not be working. It doesn't go very well. It gets a lot more violent than he had anticipated. And he was just like, "I, I don't want anything to do with this, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they're like, you know, we made a deal. We're in the thick of it now. You got to get us out of here. So maybe there's gunplay. There's probably tons of violence. You know, things are not going right. Maybe some of the people on this team end up dying or whatever. The cops are probably going to get involved. It's just I, I hope bad. the main
0: character is just kind of like a scrambly type of dude in this Oh, situation. he's probably
1: freaking out. But what I pictured is he's one of the few that actually makes it back there, but they're like, okay, there's only one way out of this. It's gotten real heated now. Like, we're talking five stars gta like they're a fucking tanks. So oh yeah i'm kidding no tanks yeah. but like it's five star gta a couple time.
0: helicopters are it's it's, guns at it. it's time
1: to get out of there so um he uses the cheat code and gets the jetpack no i'm just <laughs> um he gets out of there but they all have to split up so then he gets another movie ticket because they know he has the opioids or whatever and they're like you know meet us at the movie we got to complete our transaction here so then you have the last final like you know all right like you have the opioids maintain your part of the deal. Yeah. And um And he snorts them all and goes insane. And <laughs> the end of it, it's just a Coke fueled raid. No.
0: It's a the last fifteen minutes is just like an LSD light show. Just yeah, like, wow, wow, wow. And
1: and there I, I pictured just kind of a long pause from him and everything he's done so far leads to the contrary of like he probably doesn't even have him with, you know? Uh-huh. And maybe there's a quick flash you get of like his brother getting arrested or whatever. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like, "Sure, he agrees to it." Oh, okay. So the story is of somebody slowly becoming corrupt to that point. Um, oh,
0: kind of Breaking Badish in that way. Kinda. It's like I, I'm a good person, but that you know, actually, I'm gonna get a little bad.
1: But I'm, I'm gonna get a little bad. But yeah, I just I kind of wanted to, to end it on a note of like, oh, well, he he gave in, and this is his life now, so to speak. Sorry, very different from the interpretation. Right, yeah. Presented. It's, but it'll
0: be a little difficult to reconcile what I have. A few well. things
1: potentially, but I, I like your idea of the team because in mine I was just like, yeah, there's probably a team involved. So I think we could incorporate at least the team the, element.
0: Uh, yeah, the, the, the team uh, aspects, you know, the three different people. Yeah. Those could be the bad guys in your situation. Exactly. And we kind of put those put in them all together in um, one big mixing pot. Exactly. And maybe, I don't know. The, like the Rolodex bit is fun, but maybe for the I sake the of Rolodex making a—that's <laughs> fair, yeah. Making a, uh, a a clear movie, we just kind of take some of my character aspects and put them into yours. Sure, like yours, yours seems—I don't know—a little more subversive and everything. What's yeah, it like? um, yeah, it's
1: it's not quite as I'll admit it's not as fun because it's not quite so outlandish at at moments. But that's what I loved about yours is like the whole Rolodex thing. Like I think that'd be hilarious. I would love to see like. It's a Rolodex, you know. Like she's a very old lady. Is she a good cook? She's a very old lady. She, she's like, a very okay, old. Okay, okay. You know, like, you know, something like that. I think that'd be really funny. And you know, they maybe they break into her house and like it's just like this little old lady's, you know, nice sipping tea. But then as they like open the door to the basement where they think it's being kept, like there's just stupid levels of security or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And like what the heck? Um.
0: Um, Could I present my twist, by the way? Yes, please do. Okay. Twist away. It's dumb. So, um, in getting back to what my plot point kind of was, you know, they're stealing the stuff from the office, right? If we remember that. Um, Well, I remember. So, uh, turns out that the building, like they, they they get to the plans, right? Yeah. yeah. uh, They cleared all the obstacles. They look at the blueprints, and uh, they look. They're like, wait, what's here in the basement and everything? And it turns out that. they have the, these areas set aside for, like, heavy human augmentation and everything. Oh. Like, it's the casino is just kind of, like, a r- big, cool front for this expensive operation to, like, augment people with, like, cybernetic stuff or, like crazy like steroid drug stuff to make them super strong and everything
1: <laughs> super soldier exact, serum?
0: kind of yeah kind of super soldier stuff captain
1: america is just living in the basement and they're just like extracting his blood and pumping it into other people and that's
0: kind of where it gets fun because like wait this is great like who's gonna do this to all these people and it turns out like there's already been a prototype done and he's one of the guys like that's like one of the big big guys at the office oh my stuff. gosh and so they're gonna have to deal with him for. Kind that's of the why there's
1: of- all the beefcakes everywhere yes okay
0: yeah um so that's kinda like the rest of the movie is that they're gonna have to deal with this. And it's like, wait, there's like crazy implications here. And also these these are very bad rich people. Are we gonna like get rid of this? Are we gonna like blow up the office? Like what's maybe
1: those are the opioids he steals, and he doesn't even know what they do. Because oh. they were like some of the last things imported over there, and that maybe subplot that's maybe why they were usurped by this other health company, because they knew that they were developing this pharmaceutical. Sure, yeah. But yeah, okay. That's like, good. Let's cram that. I like that idea. I really do. And that, that could explain why it goes so horribly wrong, because they're just so woefully prepared. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's put that together in there, then. Perfect.
0: And then at the, at the end of the movie, I think... Um... This is before we marry our two ideas here, but like yeah. at the end of my my aspect of it.
1: Are you signing a prenup before you marry my idea, Robbie?
0: Absolutely, I'm not dumb, Nate. Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna get robbed Do it for by the love, Robert.
1: <laughs> and so, um, what was I
0: gonna say? Uh, at the end, right? They they get they get past the beefcakes. Yeah, they you know they end up disabling them enough so that they can you know. Uh, do what they need to do. I think maybe the thief ends up getting murdered um, by one of
1: them. Oh, thus and that, breaking the love triangle. Yeah,
0: and that breaks up their nice little polyamorous relationship that they all have yeah. together. And uh, Well, that could be man, fun
1: because then it could really solidify like we're in some trouble here. Because yeah. like you can have fun with a heist movie to where it's kind of like... Like Toy Story 3 technically has a heist moment at the end when they're trying to break out of the play school yeah. or whatever. And it's it's kind of fun in a way. Yeah. But I like that idea of like, it's the swashbuckling adventure and then someone dies and all of a sudden like, okay, like this just got real.
0: Yep. So I think that uh, the hacker and the demo man are going to try to work together to like level the place. Now,
1: yeah. Right. Yep.
0: And and then that that happens and like they, they've they gotten like, okay, we took some losses, but we did what we had to do. Yep. Um And then the kind of thing that we don't know going out of it uh, and as the camera cuts to these guys is like the developer still definitely has plans for it. Like the okay. client is like, we gotta make th- this work and this is gonna be the sequel to the movie.
1: Oh, okay. I like I like the idea of the demo guy. I can totally picture like them getting split up at the end mm-hmm. and like, okay, there's only one way we're getting out of this, Chester. Like you go that way, I'm gonna go this way. And they're like, are you crazy? Like they're bullets. I'm like, yeah, no, I do this for a living, buddy, you know, like uh uh-huh. but then before he lets like the, the the lab tech guy go away, he's just like, I'll tell you this though, I'm good at breaking buildings. I'm really good at breaking people. You better not run off with those drugs. Ooh. You know. Um, but I, I like the, the idea of this team of people that you kind of get to know so they're not just faceless bad guys. Yeah. So in a weird way, you kind of care about them all dying as well.
0: Yeah. It's, it's almost like... <laughs> have you ever seen Green Room?
1: I've seen trailers and I really want to see it. But yeah, I've I, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, there's um, there's a guy, Patrick
1: Stewart. I'm going to kill you my all. My name is Patrick Stewart and I'm a Nazi.
0: <laughs> oh, is he really? Sorry to, he, sorry to tell you. Yeah, they're, it's, they're all like neo Nazis. Neo Nazis. I mean,
1: yeah. Oh, I thought he was like I was trying to start my new school in the green room and you must vacate immediately. Uh, so no. I am still Charles Xavier.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's much more of like a. Thriller, like I'm going to fucking kill you because you are, you're bad people and you're fucking up my music venue. <laughs> have fun staying in there with my thugs with their guns. Live long
1: and prosper. uh wrong movie. <laughs> Whoops, I'm not even in that
0: series. <laughs> anyway, he's
1: in the new one, the new next generation.
0: Yeah, but like, he's not talking of all of them.
1: i Semantics. How much? How much? So is Patrick- I haven't seen Star Trek. Okay? How much is Patrick Stewart interacting with Leonard uh, Nimoy? None. Doesn't he show up once? I'm, I thought Leonard Nimoy shows up in one episode as a cameo of some weird timeline thinger majigger. Maybe I've, there's probably some crossover movie or some shit.
0: I'm but just anyway, my point is with the Patrick Stewart and the green room, there's a guy. Um, they're all terrible, terrible neo-Nazi people, and you don't really feel for any of them that bad. But there's one many guy,
1: sides, Robert. Many sides. Bad people on many <laughs> sides. <laughs>
0: Um Then there's one guy who's like, I'm not gonna let you out. Like I'm, I'm a big freaking. I'm like, a big dude. Yeah, that's why um, I'm a
1: big dude, so I can I can smash little dudes. But he just kind of
0: <laughs> acts like a mean person. Oh, what just, a meanie! But he's a, he, but he acts like a person too, and you're like, okay, so this is
1: acts like a person. How?
0: Like I don't know. He's. Like when they like get a gun on him, he's like, "I'm not gonna move. Like it's, I'm, it's fine. Like he's he's like he's reasonable. He's not just oh, like a okay. pure evil not, like yeah, I'm gonna yeah. kill you guys. Gotcha. Um, maybe not the best example, but uh, maybe a good point to bring up that you should all watch Green Room. Yes, it's please a fun movie. please check that out. It's on Netflix.
1: And that's for myself as well. I, I, if I'm listening to this in the future, me, please check out that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. um all to the point that, yeah, it'd be fun to care for these. Uh, this yeah, awards. no,
1: I I agree. I think I think your addition of kind of the team, it's it's also kind of weirdly Baby Driver esque. A little bit, yeah. Because there's there's the that whole that's love a thing. better
0: comparison. That's, Holy
1: I shit, was like, yeah. that's what I thought. That's where I thought you were going. But I was like, no, talk about Green Room because I don't know anything about Green Room. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we've we, you've got uh, John Hamm's character falling in love, kind of a Bonnie and Clyde relationship with the girl. Yeah. But then once she gets axed, he's like, I don't give two shits anymore i'm gonna level everybody because i didn't get what i wanted
0: yep and he starts singing barry white with uh with uh freaking the protagonist and everything gets real creepy oh yeah
1: (laughs) no it's pretty good um okay okay so where is the movie now that we've married a few ideas maybe trimmed a few things sure i think
0: it's kind of like you said like we could, out.
1: I think we can keep the Rolodex thing, but I think it's not a scene. I think it's just some expository dialogue, and then that that oh, yeah. sets up the light and airy nature of, like, don't take this too seriously. But then once someone dies, all of a sudden, like, you readjust, and it just jerks the audience in a way where it's like, oh, my God, like, this is this is bad. Yes. Where it's like, yeah, we stole a Rolodex last week or whatever. Like, what? Like, <laughs> she's a very good cook, you know? And, like, <laughs> just leave it at that, you know, and let the audience just imagine what could that, what that could mean per se. Yeah,
0: she'll probably be on the street in like a month. But you know what? Got <laughs> we done. got the job. done. We got the
1: job done. Okay. So are are we keeping with the pharmaceutical thing? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And
0: it and it, I think it, there is going to be at least one beefcake they have to deal with, and then that's oh what for sure a thief for and sure. Then they're like, okay, yeah, we gotta we, we gotta blow something up. Yeah. At the, at the end of this movie, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Part part of the hospital is exploding yeah. at some point.
0: And I guess, how does our protagonist get out at the end of this? What's I would imagine
1: you're in a large enough room that's being swarmed with people. There are multiple ways out, none of which is the best way, so to speak. So maybe there there's a window. There's a door that could go elsewhere. We're not entirely sure. There's a, I don't know, a ceiling tile that you can... There's there's multiple ways out, but it's just oh, like, yeah. okay, like, I'm going to blow this up. That's going to get their attention. You go out the back door we're going to take the window like but that's right over the river exactly kid like you know uh, yeah. we meet up tomorrow yeah. gives them the movie ticket or whatever and they all the moose get out of there yeah um the question is do they both escape the 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 two criminal guys or do they get captured and or axed it's a good question
0: because i i'd like them to i'd like them to live but i don't know if it'd be the best if they escaped with the protagonist or they like got captured somehow but they're still living uh, somehow later on. Gotcha. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe what they do is is like very directly how he gets out through the back or whatever. Um, okay. And they like go out the river and uh, it's like okay they 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 got out of there but then you see like further downstream that's where um, like they like you see like cop cars going oh that way or there's something. more like, oh no I don't know if they're gonna if get they're out to it, it, it out yeah
1: and just leave it at that exactly okay yes. okay I like that yeah just who knows kind of aspect to to it yeah. um all right yeah and i just i just pictured it kind of slowly winding down to that moment where like you kind of hold on there like all right like did you bring it and then you know time kind of goes slower for him in a little bit and he just kind of like contemplates things you get quick you know montage flash of like his brother and like newspaper articles of his brother like getting arrested and stuff or mm. you know some of the test scores he's gotten back or some of the applications um you know and then maybe there's a few seconds of like him when he was younger when he's just like i want to be a a doctor when i grow up or whatever and then all of a sudden you know he's like yeah i'll do it you know and the one of the main bad guys probably the the mob boss who's at the theater he's like really i'm not gonna I'm, i'm happy but i'm not gonna lie when i say i'm a little surprised and as he hands the money, like, you can cut back to behind them over the shoulder. and You can just see one of the guys, like, slowly lower his gun or whatever. Because, oh. like, they were going to just off him because they're like, he's not going to do it. Just just shoot him, you know, and then, like, unclicks his gun and holsters it or whatever. Um, yeah. And then just kind of following our protagonist out of the theater and just, you know, kind of holding on him the the end is that moment where it's like he's he's transformed now in a sense to where it's like cuz he took the drugs i did something no, bad man. you know i've i've taken my first step to being more like my brother being kind of a muck up with my whole life and yeah you know just, and we'll
0: see how i deal with the consequences
1: yeah but just leaving it kind of ambiguous like that of just like i can't believe i just did that so to speak and then leave it at that yeah okay well that was fun how about we cast it yeah let's cast it cool cue the music
0: back. And uh we've got the whole dang gang lined up and ready to be casted. Oh yeah. And shot. But just casted actually.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Do you want to go first? Uh
0: sure, yeah. I've got uh a few of the more secondary characters, I suppose. Who I did cast, you have again? I cast both the thief and the hacker.
1: Mm, that sounds like another movie.
0: The thief and the hacker starring Russell Crowe and uh Hugh Jackman. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and, anyways. He's like, I already Wait, cast it like once, Miz. I'm not casting again. All I did was cast Lemiz. Anyways. <laughs> um so I suppose would you would you say Javert is more of a hacker than he is a policeman?
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> okay, so anyways. Pistol number five oh six oh one. Something, something oh. on your time's begun. Yep. You he, know he what says, that means. <laughs> Two four six oh one. He's basically a hacker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He See? he remembers numbers very well. He we can make it
0: work. Um, okay, so th- for the thief, uh, I'll go first with the thief. The thief. And I was thinking it'd be fun. It'd be if, fun. If the thief was uh Constance Wu.
1: Constance Wu rings a bell.
0: She is uh one of the main leads in Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, okay. And okay. and Fresh Off the Boat.
1: Yep, okay. I know exactly who that is.
0: And I think she'd have a lot of fun with that role. Um, yeah. She can be very expressive.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty cool.
0: Okay, who's your who's
1: the other one? The hacker. So
0: for the hacker, I uh you know, I just kind of like her as a character or as 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 an actress. She's multifaceted and uh she's the main lead in Supergirl. That's right. Melissa
1: Benoit. Oh. I I really like her, actually. Yeah. She's really good in that show.
0: Um and maybe you know, maybe I could have just cast the hacker chick from Arrow instead, but you know what it's not oh the felicity smoke yeah. <laughs> played by
1: I can't remember her name yeah, no, that makes sense
0: but yeah no i I don't know i I just think I just think she's neat.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's that's a good thing. I think
0: they'd make for a fun little thing, uh, especially in contrast to whoever the demo man might be. Nate, let's pass it over to you. I'm glad
1: I chose a demo man for this. Cause, me too. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it, not that it, it would I, matter. Not that it would matter, but like, I don't know, I guess for me, I, th- I think it's really interesting for a love triangle, there are two girls and one guy. So clearly somebody is...
0: Uh, is either gay or bisexual. Yeah.
1: Which which would be interesting. Probably I think. bisexual. Yeah, it's what I think. E- either or. It'd There's be, all sorts
0: of queerness that's happening in this. That, that would be uh, fun. Yeah,
1: I, I would watch it. Um, More power to him. Yeah. So, but I I chose somebody very well safe in the effect that somebody who is a big enough name where people be like, oh, I know who that is. Sure. But also someone who's never ever considered for these types of roles. But I was like, well, I think it'd be really interesting. I think he's a hardworking person to where he's had to kind of prove himself recently. Especially after the office has ended, but that's John Krasinski. Oh, I was gonna say Steve Crow.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Oh no, but John Krasinski, yeah, he'd be a fun, uh, fun demo. I player.
1: had a weird feeling. I wanted to keep it close to age, and I had a weird feeling. I was like, I feel like Robbie's gonna go semi young. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, I had some other people in mind, but I was like, gosh, they're just so old. Like, who would? I mean, it's not that it's impossible, but I just semi young was my second Asian choice for the thief. That's not a name, no, is it's it? Not. I was it's gonna not. say, holy cow. <laughs>
0: Young could be an Asian name. Young could be a, a name. Be a name.
1: Um, but And then for the uh, the main lead, I chose uh, another kind of up-and-coming person and somebody who I think is very busy right now, but hopefully will have a good aspiring career ahead of him.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe he'll take some time to do this
1: movie for us. John Boyega. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd be good.
1: And for extra credit, the mob boss that meets them at the movie theater every uh, time. Oh, was the
0: overachiever, Nate.
1: Danny DeVito.
0: Yes, Yes, yes. Good. Very good. Yes. We, we yes. need Danny
1: DeVito as just this scummy, <laughs> ugly crime boss, just scarfing popcorn down, oh, can man. barely get a word out. Edgewise. We do
0: Danny dirty on this show.
1: Oh, I love you, Danny. Poor DeVito. Yeah, that's right. But that's great. Yeah, we think, did it, Robbie. Yeah, I think we did. We escaped Design Corner because that rat Austin isn't here. He
0: wasn't here to do. De- man, I forgot that we even had that segment on that show. I know that we do together right but now. But
1: now we don't have to do it because he's not here. We're free! We've
0: escaped, escaped free. the shackles of Austin's chains! Ugh.
1: Feels good. Ugh. It's like jumping into a swimming pool for the first time. It's wonderful.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, you can uh, find us on the internet, on Instagram, and Gmail, and Twitter, at Cinemarks.
1: Not Karl Marks.
0: That's Cinema, R-C-H-S. Um, you can find, uh, our SoundCloud, uh, not our SoundCloud. No, it's actually done by somebody else. Nike Schneid. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Nike Schneid. And don't, as always, please don't forget to review us and rate us on iTunes or wherever you happen to catch this program. Uh, I know you're out there and I know you can do it because I believe in you. <laughs> Um, I think we made a nice fun little movie especially for just being the two yeah
1: just for today. two people this was fun this is very fun we should do this more often yeah
0: we should kick that loser to the curb I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes. uh, for Cinema Architects I've been Robbie and I'm not Austin thank you and see you next time